You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Johnson's Wax Program with Fibber McGee and Molly. The makers of Johnson's Wax and Johnson's Self-Polishing Glow Coat present Fibber McGee and Molly with Bill Thompson, Gail Gordon, Arthur Q. Bryan, Dick Legrand, and me, Harlow Wilcox. The script is by Don Quinn and Phil Leslie. Music by the Kingsmen and Billy Mills Orchestra. The other day, a young bride asked my advice on the best and easiest way to care for linoleum. I told her to cover it regularly with Johnson's self-polishing glow coat. And I can recommend glow coat as sincerely to you as I did to her. You see, I've been associated with the makers of glow coat for years. I know what goes into this wonderful self-polishing floor wax. Why it spreads so easily, dries so evenly, lasts so long, even under the hardest wear. I know why it shines so brightly that it lights up the whole kitchen without polishing and why it will make printed linoleum last from six to ten times longer if regularly applied. Now, when you consider the investment every woman has tied up in her linoleum and the time and effort she spends in keeping it bright and beautiful, it's easy to see why I'd advise my friends not to experiment with cut-rate polishes. For the polish that will make your floors shine brighter and your housework lighter, get Johnson's self-polishing glow coat. You'll find it pays to get the best. Pick up a can first thing in the morning at your dealer's. There are two types of concert lovers. One, those who love the classics and enjoy a cultural evening among other musically educated people. And two, Fibber McGee and Molly. This concert tonight should be wonderful, McGee. Ah, yes. It's culturally very stimulating, my dear. You can spend a whole evening of it. Where did you say you got the tickets? Out at the airport. I was standing around like I always do, screaming at the pilots to get their wheels up, give it more gas, raise that right wing and stuff, when I suddenly looked down and there they were. The pilots? No, the tickets. (laughs) They're in a little envelope. Seventh row center for tonight. Yasha Polonsky, directing the symphony orchestra. Pacific Auditorium, 8.30 tonight. Ah, two tickets for Yasha Polanski. Yep. <laughs> the greatest of them all. Yep. You said it. What a conductor. With a guy like that, every little gesture counts. That's what they say. Yep. They tell me that once in San Francisco, he got a bum manicure and had his nails filed too short and his left hand and the bassoons were a half a beat behind all evening. <laughs> Next night, he had to conduct the orchestra wearing celluloid falsies on his fingers. Oh, but look, dearie, I don't think we should use these tickets. Why not? Finders, keepers, losers, weepers, I always say. But maybe whoever lost them wanted to use them. Now, look, Tootsie, let's be practical. I found these at the airport. That means whoever lost them was leaving town, don't it? No. 
know. It might mean they were lost by somebody just arriving. Well, in that case, they'll be too tired to go to an old concert after traveling. <laughs> no, Snooky, I figured they got lost by some guy that hates music so he could stay home and watch a football game on television. Well, run and get ready, Snooky, and let's go. I'm, I'm almost ready right now, McGee. <laughs> sure, sure, I know. Women are always almost ready. But let's get all ready. I like to get an early start and window shop on the way. Get to the Civic Auditorium in time to eat a sack of popcorn before the curtain goes up. One does not eat popcorn at a Yasha Polanski concert. <laughs> oh, yes, one does. One eats popcorn, but one doesn't blow up the bag and bust it. One crumples it up quietly and sticks it in his wife's purse. How long will it take you to get ready? Because all I got to do is change my shirt, shine my shoes, and change Well, I'm my ready right now. Hand me my hat and gloves. Uh, oh, oh, my gosh. You are ready. Why, sure. Why, that's not fair, Molly. You know a husband always figures on his wife taking two hours to get dressed. My gosh, this way you're making me hold us up, and I don't want to be the one. Come on. in. Oh, it's Oli from the Elks Club. Hi, Oli. Hello, Oli. Come in. Well, hello, Mrs. Hello, McGee. You were just leaving for someplace? A uh, concert at the Civic Auditorium, Oli. Yasha Polanski is conducting. I and Mrs. McGee are music lovers, you know. Well, I didn't know your missus was a music lover, McGee. I bet I always knew you was. Uh, really, Oli? Sure, one day at Elf's Club, he spent 65 cents for Harry Yames playing June in January on the uke box. <laughs> Well, that's the more popular, a popular type of music, Oli. I also got a young I do like the classics. Didn't you hear me playing the Grand Canyon Suite? No, darling, I didn't. <laughs> that was used to yoke me. Oli, are your children musical? Well, yes and no, Mrs. Christina, my oldest girl, she's pretty good on the Hawaiian guitar. Oh? We got some good musical evenings over at our house sometimes. Mm, I bet you do, Oli. Sure, Christina with a steel guitar, my missus sitting at the piano, little Oli hitting upside-down face basket with drumsticks, <laughs> and cousin Lars learning new tunes on the concertina. Uh, what do you play, Oli? Well, on evenings like that, you know me at the firehouse. <laughs> That I don't mean to keep you from concert, folks. I you stop in to say hello, so goodbye. Goodbye. Well, I guess everybody can't have a good ear for music. I guess a love of music is kind of born into a person. Yes, I believe it is. And early training counts, too, you know. Oh, sure. I used to teach music to children back in Peoria, if you'll remember. Yeah, I remember. Ah, it's wonderful to think how many of my pupils turned out to be successful upholsters. <laughs> Insurance salesmen and smugglers when they might have been just third-rate musicians. <laughs> well, that's life, kiddo. Nature intended most of us to be listeners instead of performers. That's why we got two ears and only one mouth. <laughs> yeah, but get ready, dear. You like to get an early start, remember? Well, don't take but a minute, kiddo. I'll run up and change my shirt. This is a wartime shirt, and the tail is too short. Creeps up on me like a dieting fat lady creeps up on a hot fudge Sunday. <laughs> I better shave, too. Yeah, yeah. Like Billy Mills in the orchestra, and you're breaking my heart.
again, Molly. What time is it? About half past, dearie. All shaved, are you? Oh, feel that face, kiddo. Slicker than a bus driver's pants. <laughs> well, you know, I've been waiting... Well, how do I look, Tootsie? Like what the well-dressed man will wear to a Polanski concert? Had <laughs> he found two good tickets on the aisle at the airport down in the seventh row for? <laughs> you look lovely, dearie. Especially those carpet slippers. They give you that casual look. You see? <laughs> Carpets? Oh, my gosh, I forgot my shoes. (laughs) I thought my feet felt awful comfortable. (laughs) Well, you sit down a minute, Tootsie. My shoes are right here in the dining room. Oh, for goodness sakes, who's this? Come in. Oh, it's the old-timer. Hi, old-timer. Hello, Mr. Old-timer. Hello, daughter. Hello, Johnny. Just riding past on my new motorcycle. Thought I'd drop in for a mic. Motorcycle, eh? That must be a lot of fun. Sidecar, Mr. Old-timer? Don't mind if I do, daughter. <laughs> it's kind of dusty riding. Oh, you mean on the motorcycle? <laughs> nope, I ride it the hard way. <laughs> Ever do any hill climbing on it, old timer? You bet, Johnny. Yeah. Bunch of us was out at Pickens Hill last Sunday. I thought they were leveling that hill off for a new subdivision. They are, daughter. They are. They had a bulldozer working when I was out there. Oh. I rides up to the fellow and I says, "Hey," I says. What you doing with that bulldozer? Who, me, he says? I'm getting the hill out of here. <laughs> well, sir, I, uh, say, am I detaining you folks, Johnny? Oh, no, we're just on going to a symphony concert tonight, old Polanski. Oh, er, old man. <laughs> oh gee, many kids, I... I just love symphony concerts. My family was all musical, you know. Really, Mr. Oldtimer? Seems like everybody's was. Yep. My sister Fanny, she had a natural aptitude for the cello, being bow-legged. <laughs> My brother Peabody, he whammed the banjo with Toscanini, but Toscanini fired him and he started playing barbecue theater. <laughs> From Tosky to Minsky in one jump, you might say. <laughs> Mama, <clears throat> Mama played the glockenspiel in parades, pretty sharp, and Papa, well, I, I, that was the thing that busted up a fine musical family, kids. Why? What happened? Papa, he was getting his bass violin down off of the shelf when it slipped and stabbed him in the neck. <laughs> Only musician on record that ever got gored by a bull fiddle. <laughs> We better get going, kiddo. Oh, hand me my other shoe, will you? Thanks. You sure you're all ready? Sweetheart, I've been dressed and waiting for so long that my new hat has been out of style twice and it's back in again now. <laughs> Come on, let's get started, I'll will be you? right with you, Tootsie. As soon as I tie this shoe in the... Dead rat, the dead rat. It busted a shoestring. Oh, dear. Run upstairs and get one out of your other shoes. I can't. That's where I got these. <laughs> Have we got an old belt around here? I can cut some rawhide shoelaces out in the belt Hello, and get it. Molly. Hiya, pal. Hello, Mr. Wilcox. Come Hi, in. Junior. Have you got an extra shoestring? I, I can't save it a minute, kids. I just dropped in to wish you a happy make-a-pet-of-your-husband week, Molly. How was that again? <laughs> Haven't you heard? This is National Make-a-pet-of-your-husband week. I dreamed it up. Well, go back to sleep, boy. You can do better than that. 
If you think I'm going to put a leash on my husband and buy him a license just Oh, no, no, no. Not that kind of pet, Molly. My idea is simply to encourage women to be kind to their husbands. Baby them, pamper them, keep them happy. Hey, that's a splendid idea, Junior. sure. I'm spoiled myself, of course. And the quickest way to make a husband happy is to give him a happy-looking home. Yeah. A home that gleams with the hospitality that Johnson's self-polishing glow coat gives it. Hmm. I couldn't see the pistol, but I knew it was loaded. (laughs) Ah, a home where the floors and kitchen linoleum are safely guarded against wear and tear with glow coat. The new glow coat with a new glow. The glow coat that makes your linoleum last... Look, I busted a shoestring. Ten times longer. (laughs) Now take that linoleum in your kitchen, Molly. If you could put a sheet of plate glass over that and walk on the glass only... You'd never need new linoleum, would you? No, but glass isn't very good. That's exactly what Johnson's self-polishing glow coat does for your floor, kids. It takes all the wear, and your linoleum stays new. I get it. So you can see that neglecting to keep your floors in linoleum glow coat protected is pretty silly economy. It's like saving money by not putting oil in your car. You'll need a new one a whole lot sooner. So, you can make a pet out of your husband's... Hey, 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 look. Waxy. Yes, pet. You really Her pal. to leave Mr. Wilcox right now? Yes, I do, kids. I have to hurry home and get dressed. I'm throwing a little dinner tonight. Yeah? A party, Junior? No, no. My sister-in-law is visiting us, and she's cooking dinner. I'm throwing it out and taking the girls downtown. (laughs) Come on, kids. Isn't he nice, McGee? He always likes to have his little joke, doesn't he? Yeah, you said it. There ain't a guy in town that has any littler jokes than Wilcox. <laughs> his gags are so... Hey, look. I think I can tie this busted shoelace together now. Well, yeah, I'll skip a couple of holes. There. Did that do it? Yeah. Now, let's get going right now before I hold us up again. Let Mother look at you a minute. Did you put on clean socks? Sure, sure. I'm all set. Wallet. Driver's license. My elk's tooth. Keys. Extra handkerchief. Wait till I take off my coat and vest a minute. Your coat and vest? Why? I want to check and see if my shirt tail is in good. Hold the coat. I'll be such a fashion plate when I walk in that auditorium. I don't Your want the shirt. Your shirt looks fine, except... What on earth is the bulge in the pocket? This? Oh, that's the jelly sandwiches. What? Oh, some of them concerts run pretty long. Take those out of your shirt, for heaven's sake. Uh-huh. Oh, they're okay. There's no peanut butter in them. <laughs> Just wrapped them in a paper napkin. Oh, oh, look. The jelly leaf. Oh, dear. Your shirt is a mess, McGee. Now, now what? you relax, Tootsie. Just, just take a minute to yank it off. And... Oh, there went a button. You, you just relax, kiddo. I'll get another shirt. Oh, dear, oh, dear. They say men are just little boys grown up, but if mine doesn't start growing up pretty soon, I don't know. Doggone it now, who? Come in. Ah, oh, it's Mayor Latrivia, McGee. Hello, Mr. Mayor. Good evening, Molly. And, well, isn't it a little early for bed, McGee? I didn't know you were undressing. Or oh, he isn't undressing, Mr. Mayor. He's dressing to go out. Oh, uh, with his usual backward approach to everything, I see. Yep, found two tickets to a concert at the Civic, Latrive. We'd ask you to go along if you had your own ticket, but you probably wouldn't like it anyhow. Long hair stuff. Uh, thank you, but I couldn't go anyhow. Yeah. I have to get home and work over the city budget tonight. Pretty busy, Mr. Mayor? Oh, yes, indeed. Between the Citizens Committee yelping for lower taxes and the City Council yelping for higher taxes, I've been walking a tightrope all week. Does that relax you, Mr. Mayor? 
Like a warm bath or something? Does what relax me? Walking a tightrope. I used to know a guy who always juggled, uh, juggled billiard balls when he got nervous, but he knocked out so many front teeth he decided he'd rather have the jitters so he quit juggling. No, the... no, no. <laughs> no, McGee. Just wait a minute. You know, McGee, if I, I was up on a high rope like that, I'd be a nervous wreck because... Please, please, Mrs. McGee. You see, when I said I'd been walking a tightrope, that was simply a figure of speech. Oh? I didn't mean I'd been doing any actual walking on a rope at all. Oh, you don't have to explain that to us, boy. We know what you meant. Good. Certainly. I used to practice rope walking behind our garage, and I never did any actual walking either, too. <laughs> I was always either straddle a rope or hanging by my stomach all the time. Look. <laughs> you, you, you don't understand. I simply used Mr. Express... Mayor, I wouldn't let this get around if I were you. Because if the voters found out you spent your time teetering on a tightrope instead of tending to business... I don't teeter on a tightrope. This whole thing... If you don't teeter, you must be plenty good, boy. (laughs) Don't teeter. What do you use, a balancing pole? Of course I don't use a vanishing pole. Huh? A banister pole. Why would I want to use a banister... Now, 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 Mr. Mayor, don't shout. (laughs) You'll lose your balance there, boy. (laughs) My gosh, I'm sorry if I hurt your feelings. He doesn't carry a balancing pole, McGee. He probably just carries a little silk umbrella, huh? <laughs> I'll bet you look mighty cute, Latrev, teetering along that tight rope with a blue parasol and dressed in pink tights with your pants. I don't tear pink tights and carry a blue barbasol. Pink tights and a pair of parasols. Parasols! Look, talking a white rope, a tight rope, is merely a finger of peach. A peach! Peach! Okay, ladies and gentlemen, we are gathered... No! No! <laughs> Will you not steedling me? Huh? Needling me! Me! Everything I say, thing I play, say, I didn't mix this whole start up! You were the one that... It was all a matter of... You were the one that... And I was... low comedy character. (laughs) But if it is any comfort to you, you have one thing and one thing only that is completely charming. I have? Well, what's that, Latrice? Your wife. Good night, Molly. Oh, no! Not that door, Miss... No, that's the whole problem! What fell out? A clean shirt. I'll be ready now. The King's Men and the leader doesn't like music. Our leader is, to say the least, the most peculiar fellow. He seems to know his instruments from piccolo to cello. Compositions. And he plays in every key. But 
He has one peculiarity. Oh, the leader doesn't like music. Oh, the maestro, he's not like it on music. For when he was a boy, he never could enjoy the fun that the other fellows had. His father, who was very stern, said it's music you must learn, and that's what really made him mad. Oh, the leader doesn't like music. So the people on the bar may be clamoring for more. And the symphony by Haydn makes him swear. He despises Paganini or an opera by Rossini, and the Strauss Waltz makes him tear his hair. Oh, the leader hates all kinds of music. I was all ready to go, but you had to change your shirt, shave, put new laces in your Well, they aren't new, kiddo. I just took them laces out of my tennis shoes and put them into these shoes. And they look kind of funny, white laces and black shoes, so I had to take them out and dip them into the ink. And I had to wait for them to dry, and now they're dry. And then you spent 15 minutes on the telephone to tell more troops you wouldn't be bowling tonight. Well, well, we still got plenty of time, baby. That's the difference between men and women. Men always start in plenty of time. Yes, yes. Come in. Heavenly days, it's Dr. Gamble, McGee. It is indeed. Good evening, my dear. And what are you all dressed up for, bro bummel? <laughs> Hi, cough killer. In answer to your recent inquiry, doctor, we're attending a symphony concert tonight. Oh, I wish I could go with you. I'm an old symphony man myself. I always considered you more of a military band man myself, Doctor. More brass than finesse. <laughs> I'm sorry we haven't an extra ticket for you, Doctor, but it's a little late to try and get another one. Yeah. Yes, I know, but I couldn't make it anyway, thanks. A critical situation has come up at the hospital with one of our wealthy patients. Oh, expecting the worst, are you, Doctor? Yes, the crisis will be reached about 9 o'clock. Oh. At that time, we expect he'll try to pack up and go home without paying his bill. <laughs> Very serious situation. Oh, you'll survive, Butcher Boy. You always manage to collect, don't oh, you? I'll be quiet. Okay, I'll be quiet. What is... What is this concert tonight, Molly? I hadn't heard about it. Well, it's Yasha Polanski, Doctor. He's conducting. Yasha Polanski? Oh, but he's the best. Why, certainly he's the best. You think we dash out like this, all dressed up to hear Spike Jones play Dardanella on a bicycle pump? (laughs) Now, McGee, personally, I'd love to hear Spike play Dardanella. I hadn't heard about this. Why didn't people tell me these things? How did an ignorant little... Where'd you hear about this, (laughs) Eggface? I knew about it, Doctor, because I just happened to be a sensitive, wide-awake citizen that he's always on the alert. That's how I knew about it, Doctor, because... Yes, but... As the guy says when he stuck the newspaper in the front of his shirt on the cold winter day, I'm always abreast of the times. He found the 
tickets at the airport, Doctor. Personally, I think we're doing wrong to use them, but himself here says... I says, finders, keepers, losers, stay home. That's what I say. And furthermore... Let me see the tickets, bird brain. Why, certainly, prod pulse. Here they are, right here. Hey, where's the tickets? Molly, I can't find the tickets. Where'd I put them, Molly? No, you probably left them upstairs when you made one of your last seven trips up there after I was all ready to go, dear. Oh, my gosh. A good thing I discovered it before we got to the auditorium. I'll be right back, Doctor. Okay. Isn't he cute, Doctor? Did you ever know a man who could be so wrong about so many things and make it look so reasonable? I wish he'd make a new will and leave his brain to the Atomic Energy Commission. <laughs> They'd be interested in knowing how such a small bit of matter could make so much noise. <laughs> but about this Polanski concert, if I'd only known that it was going to... Here you are, Fletcher Buckle. Cast your faded blue eyes on these. Two tickets, seventh row center, Civic Auditorium tonight. Polanski, right? Hmm... May I use your telephone? Certainly, Doctor. Go right ahead. It won't do you any good to try and get tickets this late, Fat, so they'll just tell you they're... Hello, operator. Give me the Wistful Vista Gazette, will you please? A very smart move, Doctor. If anybody can get you a... Hello, Gazette. Music desk, please. Mm, must be the newspaper. Hello, Marty. Doc Gamble. You got an extra ticket to the Polanski concert tonight? Huh? Oh, is that so? Uh-huh. No, I guess I can't. Oh, why don't he go out the airport and find his own tickets like that? <laughs> Okay, Marty, thanks a lot. Well, I guess I won't be able to join you folks. You better get going or you'll miss it. What time is it, Doctor? 8.15, and that is Naval Observatory time. It's a funny place to wear your watch, but we'll take your watch. Drop us off at the Civic Auditorium, Doxy? No, Sonny, I'm afraid it'll be a little out of my way. Why, Doctor, the Civic Auditorium is only a block from the hospital. Yes, ours is, but the Civic Auditorium in which Yasha Polanski is playing tonight is in Philadelphia. Philadelphia! 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 You mean, you mean somebody at the airport was... These tickets ain't... Oh, I'd like to lay my hands on the dirty rat that lost these tickets. Bibber and Molly return in a moment. If you have printed linoleum on your kitchen floor, you just can't afford not to listen to this big news about Johnson's self-polishing glow coat. Glow coat regularly applied makes printed linoleum last from six to ten times longer. Now, that's easy to understand, for you see, all the print and color of printed linoleum is on the surface of the linoleum. That's where the wear occurs, when it occurs. But linoleum doesn't suffer surface wear when it's protected by this glossy, self-polishing floor wax. Wax takes the wear instead of linoleum. Your bright prints and colors last indefinitely. So, ladies, protect your investment and fill your kitchen with brightness at the same time. No polishing with glow coat. Just spread it on, let it dry, watch it shine. Your linoleum prints will last from six to ten times longer. Pick up a can of glow coat first thing in the morning. Well, McGee, I certainly enjoyed that. Turned out to be a very satisfying evening after all. I'm glad you enjoyed it, kiddo. What a conductor that man was. <laughs> such grace, such poise. What a platform personality. Yeah. I could ride back and forth on his streetcar all night long. Well, we'll take a ride again sometime, baby. Maybe next week, maybe. Good night. Good night, all.
The makers of Johnson's Wax and Johnson's Self-Polishing Glow Coat, Racine, Wisconsin, and Brantford, Canada, bring you Fibber McGee and Molly each week at this time. Be with us again next Tuesday night, won't you? Here's the time-saving way to clean and polish furniture. Use Johnson's Cream Wax, the polish that cleans so quickly, dries so quickly, polishes so quickly that using it is almost as easy as dusting. Actually, you can clean and polish a large piece of furniture in a jiffy. A few strokes with a cloth and it's clean, a few more and it's polished. And Johnson's Cream Wax contains no sticky oils to catch dust. Tomorrow, clean and polish your furniture almost as easy as dusting. Use Johnson's Cream Furniture Wax. Listen for Big Town, coming up on NBC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.